Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Spotlight. So excited to have you joining our show today. We have a special show today. Uh, this show is all about up-and-coming authors for 2019. That, again, is the up-and-coming authors for 2019. Um, as some of you know, I recently launched my own publishing company called Speaker House Publishing. And uh, the reason why I did this was because I noticed there were a lot of people uh, that were writing books, that were publishing books, a lot of speakers that were publishing books, and I, I really got interested in being able to help people get their word out and and be able to reach the masses. And here's here's why. Uh, just a little bit about my story. I don't get to talk very much about myself on this show, but I wanted to give you a little bit of background for me. About four years ago is when I published my book. And around that same time, I became an international speaker. Uh, eventually, I got my own TV show, radio show. Obviously, here I am. And, you know, one of the things that I really felt so grateful for was I went from feeling like I was the world's best kept secret to feeling like people actually knew who I was and that I was able to share my message with the masses. And somewhere along that journey uh, over the past few years, that's really developed into my passion is helping people to be able to reach the masses with their message. I'm a true believer that we all have this frequency. And if I can help somebody with a positive and good message with that good frequency be able to reach other people, then we're going to help together raise the frequency of the planet. So I have uh, very strategically picked some authors to uh, spotlight today. These are people that uh, some of them have written and published books, but everybody that's on the show today is in the process of currently uh, writing their book and sharing that message message with the world. And my hopes is that I can inspire people out there to go through that same process, uh, to be able to go from being the world's best kept secret to being able to share their message with their world and really leave their legacy. There was such a feeling of fulfillment when I wrote my book, when I got it out there. And I remember holding it in my hand and thinking, this is my life experience. This is my life's work. I can now share this with my children. I can share this with my clients. I can share this with the people that are important in my life. And there was such a sense of fulfillment. However, as we all know, with any kind of major accomplishment that we have in our life, with any kind of achievement or accolade, also comes some obstacles and some roadblocks. So uh, part of my purpose today in talking with these amazing up-and-coming authors is to talk about some of those roadblocks and how we can turn those stumbling stones into stepping stones on our journey to success. So if you're listening, I want you to be prepared to get some amazing information, some wisdom from the authors today. Start thinking about, is there a book inside of you? Is there something that you have to share with the world? The answer is yes, there is. What is that? And how would you share that with the world? So I want to introduce our first author today, uh, Mr. Kevin Ormond. And Kevin, actually, you have quite the experience with speaking and also 
with writing and you actually help people to be able to write and publish their books. And I wanted to start with you because you have um, some advice that I think would be really good just to start off the bat with uh, some strong words of wisdom. So first of all, Kevin, are you there? All right, I can barely hear you. So I'm sure my Voice America team's on top of that. Uh, Voice America, can is it just me that can barely hear Kevin or uh, can our listeners hear him? Kevin? Yes, I'm here. Ah, there you go. Now I can hear you. All right. Okay. So, uh, Kevin, <laughs> one of the things that I always do is I always give my guests an opportunity to brag a little bit about themselves. So I know you've got a lot to brag about. If you're too humble, I'm going to jump in and help you. But I want you to brag a little bit about some of your accomplishments, uh, particularly in the world of writing. Okay, well... Um you know, I've been a speaker, as you mentioned, for over 30 years, and um, during that time, I've uh, basically entertained, educated, and inspired over 350,000 people all over the world. Over oh, just, 4, oh, just 350,000, huh? Is that it? Yeah, a little, little <laughs> over that. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, a lot of those are smaller groups, and so there's been a lot of events. It's over 4,000 mm-hmm. events. Um, I've got a little over 30,000 hours on stage in front of groups, and so... I have been a speaker for quite a while, and um, um, many countries, and, and uh, there's nowhere in, Nor- in uh, the United States that I haven't spoken within a couple hundred miles of multiple times. Uh, most uh, cities, I don't even need a map anymore. But uh, anyway, so I've been at this a while. I, uh, I am a leadership expert. That is uh, uh, the thing that we lack in the world is leadership, um, um, and, that, and that's the most important of all the skill sets by far. Uh, so anyway, what happened was 08 hit me really hard when the economy tanked. And so I uh, kicked around, did some things. Then I got sick. I got cancer and I uh, had to deal with that and some other issues. And so um, about four and a half years ago, I'm finally feeling better. But um, the niche I was in was pretty much gone by then. And so basically I had to find a new niche. And so what I did was I called all my uh, friends in the business and everything else. And they all said the same thing. They said, look, have you got something more to offer? And I said, yeah, I got lots more to offer. And they said, well, uh, why don't you, uh, you got to write a book, dude. That's the first thing. Uh, people won't take you serious in some of these other areas if you do not have a book. And it really is about credibility. That's the first thing I learned is that uh, absent a book, you are, who are you? Ho-hum, me too. Uh, with a book, you are now an author. You are now an considered an expert. It's magical what that first book does. Absolutely magical. And so you just have to deal with that and, and recognize that that's what's needed. So what I did was uh, I said, okay, fine. Um, I've never read a book, don't know how to write a book, don't know what the book's going to be about. But 100 days later, I had 100 copies in my hand. It was selling live on Amazon and Kindle mm. because I am a heck of a project manager. I've trained thousands and thousands of people on projects. And so once I realized it was a project, I knew I could do it, even yeah. though I'd never done it before. Wow. That's the first thing to remember. It's a project. And I you love need to that. treat it as a project with schedules, deadlines, uh, budgets, all those things. Well, that's, you know, that's step one. Yeah, you know, one thing when I was writing, uh, when I was writing my book, I, and I agree with you here. You know, I'm a mother, mother of four children. I'm a full time business owner. Um, it was like, how how am I going to find the time to write my book? And not only how am I going to find the time, but when am I going to find that inspired time? And I don't know if you struggle with this too, but there are just times of the day. If if I tried to write at the end of the day, by the end of the day, I was burnt out. I wasn't feeling inspired. <laughs> I was just ready to go to bed. Totally. And so what I found was, if I got up at 
at 4.30 in the morning and spent a couple hours writing and just diligently, I got up at 4.30, I wrote from 4.30 to 6.30, I, I plugged away at that and um, had my, my entire book written, I think, in three and a half months. And so I really like what you're saying about treating it like a project and maybe setting aside a time. I mean, if you feel really inspired to write your book, you do need to treat it like a project, like an assignment and make the time to do that. So thank you uh, so much for that there, advice. There are some other shortcuts too quickly, and that yeah. is that you need to make sure and, and uh, uh, re- realize you can just speak your book into Siri. Siri wrote my first book for me. Oh, I, lo- I love that. So wa- walk us through that process, because I know well, there's yeah, probably a so lot of people out there. now with clients and stuff mm-hmm. is I actually have a recorder. I sit down with them, I interview them, and uh, we take that, to, uh, get it transcribed, and then uh, that becomes the first draft of their book. Yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, that process really speeds up the writing process. I mean, you can write a book in a day. Yeah. That way. Well, um, and here's, a long day, but a day. Here's my struggle, too, is sometimes I think faster than I can type, or I think faster than I can write, totally. but I always can speak, well, usually can speak pretty close to as fast as I, you know, the thoughts are coming into my head. So it's a great piece of information yeah, you, you and can advice. Usually speak, um, you can usually speak three or four or five times yeah. faster than you can type. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a great tip. Um, do you have one final? Well, do you have one final? That's t- the natural <laughs> communication true. mode for me. <laughs> that is true. That's true. And, and so, and so, it was much more comfortable. That that was the that was the the big uh, aha for me to get that book out so quickly. Yeah. And uh, that book spent twenty seven months on the bestseller list. By the way, love great. that. Love um, that. My uh, uh, my second book's mm-hmm. the number one international bestseller. Went from uh, decision to write to number one international bestseller in 100 days. Third book, everybody says, how do you do it in 100 days? So I wrote a book called uh, Get It Done Now to Get Your Book Written and Published in 100 Days or Less. Yeah, and, and right there is, uh, a, is, a great, is a great piece of advice or information, too, if you're thinking about writing a book. What are the things that people keep asking you about? What are the things that people Absolutely. are like, oh, how do you do this? You should write a book on this. If you heard that, then follow through on that advice. And, and Kevin, we're yeah, going to come... Of course, my fourth book is coming out now. And, and what, is that, what is that fourth book? Well, you know, what's fascinating is I've done a lot of PR and things like that. Mm-hmm. I did a, um, um, a, a, a publisher found me from a podcast that I did. They approached me. They said, hey, we looked at your stuff. We like what we see. We want some more books in your genre. Would you be interested in talking to us? I said, I'm always interested in talking. And one thing led to another. I ended up with a book deal. And I didn't have to go through mm-hmm. the, the traditional process. It is a traditional published book. It is with a traditional publisher. But I didn't have to go through the agent and, and uh, you know, three or four, four or five years of rejection letters and all that stuff because they approached me. Yeah. That book will be out this spring. Uh, we've just finished the edit part. It's called The Constitution of a Great Leader, where I took the Constitution, the U.S. Constitution. I've been working mm-hmm. the principles in there for 230 years. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, that's where leadership lives, is in something that works that long. And so I took those leadership principles out. I said, then incorporate them into your own personal constitution as a leader. Yeah. So that's what that book is about. I love that. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing your your wisdom. And, of course, the other reason why I wanted you to go first was to intimidate everybody else that's on the call that may not have as many books out <laughs> as you. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just joking. I, what I wanted to do is I really wanted to celebrate people that were in all different um you know, uh, points along the journey of being an author, of writing a book. Uh, so, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Stay on the line. I'm sure we'll come back on more questions for you to come. The next person I wanted to talk to is, is Kathy. Kathy Heinsen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Good. Well, okay, first of all, did I say your last name right? 
You did. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All those years of that, German. I actually happen very often. I actually have a my uh, degree is in German. I don't know if, if very many people know that. But uh, anyway, so so excited to have you on the call. So, Kathy, you're in a little bit of a different place in your journey than Kevin was. Uh, I would love for you just to tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you're doing in the world, how you're showing up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I am excited. I'm I'm kind of in the beginning stages of the authorship. I um, self-published, well, went with a publishing company and did a collaborative book, and that was really a beautiful experience. And sorry, I'm out of breath. I ran out the stairs. It's okay. <laughs> well, explain that for just dogs, a moment so for people. Sure well, explain that. A little bit quiet where you can... Yeah, explain that just a, a, just a moment for time frame here. So for people who don't um, know what a collaborative effort is, Kathy, explain that a little bit because um, that's an interesting way to go when you are in the publishing world or when you're thinking about uh, becoming published as well. Yeah, so it's a great way to become published and to use as a platform to become an expert, like Kevin had talked about. And you basically get together with a whole bunch of other people and do, I kind of think of like chicken soup for the soul. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where there's a lot of different stories or um, in our case, there was 24, 25 different stories from 24, 25 different people who had overcome some obstacle in their life. And so we all wrote a chapter in the book. And so it's just a lot of short stories, which was really fun because then you get just a glimpse and snapshot you know into everyone's lives but then you get a a really good key point with everything that they talk about too so it's it's a really really great experience to get published and a good I think first experience for me especially because that it was a taste to dip in the water yeah <laughs> well, and, go, oh this, this is a really great experience <laughs> yeah and a couple of things about anthology books too um they're great marketing tools so if you are in an anthology book think about this you have you said there were 24 25 people now you have you have 23 or 24 other people marketing for your book helping to get your content out there because you're going to tell people about the book everybody that's in the book is going to tell people about the book so that's a really um, great place to start. It's also usually less expensive than publishing your own book. It's obviously a little bit less work yeah. than publishing your own book. So great place to start. Um, I'm, in fact, I'm working on an anthology book right now through my publishing company, and uh, we have some great experts in there. And that's another thing, too, is if you're going to be in an anthology book, look for somebody that's featuring some experts, and then you can play in that book, too. That's going to be awesome. If there's people in the book that have been bestsellers, you could say, you know, between me and um, Jack Canfield, we have, I don't know, 32 million bestsellers out there. But uh, of course, you, you would, we would want to tell people and clarify after saying that. But that's a great route to go. So Kathy, what are you working on right now in your writing? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm working on kind of more of a story that portrays my, my experience. I, from a very young age, I've had people share everything with me. They've, I've kind of been a secret keeper of where people just come and, and talk and share their dreams, their hopes, their fears, their everything that's going on. And I've just kind of been this, this voice of listening and um, holding space and hopefully some wisdom in there. And because of that, I, I really grew up thinking that it was my job to take care of everyone else. And mm -hmm. I never really felt like I belonged to myself. I was always taking care of everyone else and even became a caregiver for many years. Yeah. And 
so and, and carry over to my grandparents and and so I never really had a, a place of my own a home of my own I my life never went the way that I you know we, it never goes the way you think it's going to go anyway but I had always planned on going to college getting married having a family raising family like that would be my my life that I had dreamed about growing up and it's been anything but that and yeah I'm so grateful because it's taken me down a path of exploring and finding myself and some opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise and the things that I've been able to learn because of that. And so my story is, um, it's a house without a home and it's a, it's a really personal story because it's about coming home to myself and realizing, you know, that home is, is within already. It's not the places, it's not a, a physical place. It's not a, um, the things, the physical things that make, make a house, it's really the feeling and the experiences and the people and the connections that we have. And it's really about realizing that it's, it's there within. And so I'm working on portraying it. That's, that's one of the challenges I think is because I, I find meaning and symbolism in so many different things. And then I get so many ideas and get overwhelmed and, and yeah. figuring out how to pull it back a little bit into a, a really nice key message without yeah. going into it too much. But, um, uh-huh. I, I love that you brought that up. And coming up here uh, in a little bit, we're going to talk about what are some of the biggest obstacles that each of our authors have faced. Um, Kathy, thank you so much for sharing. And hopefully, if, if you're listening, you're yeah. writing down some ideas. You're writing down some thoughts. I mean, Kevin had some great thoughts. He had a lot of people ask him, hey, will you will you elaborate on this or will you write about this? And he created his book about that. Uh, you have had some personal experiences and some wisdom that you want to pass along about your own journey. That's another great thing to write about. When we come back, we're going to hear from four other amazing authors that are on their journey. Some of them have published books already. Some of them are getting ready to publish their first books. Don't go anywhere. Uh, More great ideas and more great authors when we come back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burke, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. As previously mentioned before the end of the commercial break, I am Allison H. Larson. And if you're just joining us, what a fun show today. I have hand-selected some amazing people to share their journey with us that they're on to publishing. And the reason why I am so passionate about this is because when you publish a book, you not only leave your legacy, but you have... The, the chance to just reach masses of people. I mean, it's out there on Amazon. Just a real quick story I want to share. When I published my book, I um, actually, about three months after it was published and avail- available on Amazon, I got a call from a lady. And she said, Allison, how can I work with you? And I said, well, who are you? How'd you find out about me? She had been interested in intuition, had hopped on Amazon. My book's named Soul Intuition. She had searched intuition, had found my book, ordered it, read it, loved it, and was now reaching out to be saying, hey, will you be a personal mentor and coach to me? And um, I've, I continue to work with her today. Um, she is a fabulous, fabulous lady. And, um, and I've had so many fun experiences like that. So just a great way as she actually, I think, uh, lived in Northern California. I was living in Idaho at the time. Um, I've had people from all over the world order my book uh, after speaking in India. I had a lot of people in India order my book. It's just a cool thing to know that your legacy, that your words, that your wisdom, that your life, that these experiences that you've had, that you can share those with the world. So I, I really appreciate that. So speaking of sharing things with the world, uh, next up we have Eric Bailey. Eric, you have already um, written some books and you are now writing more books. So uh, I'd love for you to, to take a moment to introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, let them know who you are, what you're doing, and um, what your ideas are with these books. Because I was just fascinated as I talked to you about your idea and your journey with publishing multiple books. Sure. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And so, yeah, my name is Eric Bailey. I'm the president and CEO of Feel Well, Live Well. We are one of the fastest-growing mentoring, training, and holistic healthcare companies in the country. And we have a huge passion for helping people and for getting messages to people that help to lift them and to inspire them. And uh, something that I really liked that you just said is, you, you never know just how far your legacy can be spread with books. Uh, once you have something written, especially in book form, again, you never know where that's going to go. It, it, one of the most gratifying things about being an author is receiving messages from people all over the world saying, telling you how much you've inspired them and how much you've helped them. And, and uh, getting those messages, it's like, holy smokes, I had no idea that there are people 
um, in Zimbabwe, in Egypt, in India that uh, were getting those. Yeah. And awesome. so... More than anything, like uh, like you mentioned, we have a, a major passion for helping people and uh, for helping people to solve certain problems in their lives and get to a higher state of living. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you've actually, you decided to publish multiple books. Um, now, most people struggle with publishing one book. Okay, I, I just, I've been published in some anthologies, but of my own books, I only have one book. It was plenty hard enough to to get that one book published what inspired you or what why did you decide to and choose to publish multiple books at one time i think it it just has to do with my brain is is ridiculously overactive <laughs> and uh there are times when i'll be with my wife and uh just ideas will start flowing mm-hmm. and we immediately write them down whenever they come to us and we'll say, ooh, this would be a really great title for a book, or ooh, this would really help these people over here, or ooh, this would be really helpful for uh, this person here. A lot of times we'll actually write an entire book with just one of our clients in mind. Um, We find that just as we tap into our clients' needs, a lot of times ideas will begin to flow, and we'll begin working on multiple books at once, and we found that it doesn't have to be hard. A lot of times people say, ooh, I would love to publish a book. I'd love to leave a legacy, just like you mentioned. And they say, well, I have no idea how to even get started. Mm-hmm. Well, once you know how to do it, once uh, we've broken down, it down into five steps to write and publish a book and become a bestseller. Once you know the process, again, it can be very, very simple. You know, just like Kevin said, it, it's very possible to uh, decide to write a book and within a few months have it out there and published and being a bestseller. Oh, wow. I, well, yeah, I love that. And, and here's something that I really took away from what you said. And, and this is something that I think many of us don't think about doing. It's something I've started to have my clients do. But when you have a success in your life, when you have a celebration, when you have a client that you're mentoring and coaching and something goes really well, write it down. Write down what you did or what you said, or the steps that you took. And that can turn into an article, it can turn into a Facebook post, it can turn into a blog post, heck, it can turn into a chapter in a book. Just write those things down, take a moment to write those things down. Thank you so much, Eric. We'll come come back to you, and if we have time later on in the show, I'd love to hear those five steps to making publishing really simple. If not, write down the name Eric Bailey, and you're gonna get his contact information towards the end of the show, and you can contact him yourself. Next, I wanna move over to Lori Schoenfeld. Are you on the line? Hi, Allison. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. Lori, I love your journey. And I love um, how you got to the point where you wanted to write a book. So explain to everybody a little bit about your journey um, and your experiences in life that led you towards uh, publishing and and writing your book. Of course. Thank you. So I am, um, I survived child abuse. And I am a mother of three. Um, About eight years ago, I really wanted to look at how I wanted to be a mom. Like one thing that was the most important thing I wanted to give give my kids. And the most important thing for me was that they knew what loving themselves felt like. They wanted to feel confident within their own skin. They wanted to follow their dreams and really know what a good relationship felt like, but also looked like. And I had kind of a wake-up call at that point, uh, my oldest was three, of how am I supposed to teach my kids that if I don't even know what that looks like for myself? 
you know, if I don't love myself and I don't know what that feels like or looks like, how can I help establish that foundation for themselves? And so mm-hmm. I started on a really radical um, self-discovery, self-love journey to find out who I was um, away from all the limiting beliefs that I grew up with abuse and really take a look at what unconditional love was, um, who I was for myself. And through that process, I started writing my journey down and writing down um, different tools of wisdom and knowledge that I gained along the way. Um, that has been a strong foundation within myself, but also is kind of the catalyst to, you know, when you are filling up your well and taking care of you, you're also able to give that wisdom and knowledge to your children and all of those around you. And so that's been my huge, huge why and purpose for my journey um, is everything I'm doing to take care of me. I also can hand to them and then they can hand for generations to change the cycle to be more positive and uplifting rather than this toxic negative cycle that's been playing. And I love that your focus is your kids and that's really who you're writing your book for. I'm sure that there will be lots of people that find the information very useful, but you know, some of the best authors I know is just talking with, um, with a, a New York Times bestselling author the other day, multiple New York Times bestselling author who actually uh, wrote the book, The Christmas Box, uh, Richard Paul he- Evans. Mm-hmm. And he actually wrote that story just to give out as a Christmas gift to a couple of friends and family and then exploded from there. There's another author, that, the uh, author that wrote The Shack, same thing. Uh, didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, it for him, he I heard an Oprah, an Oprah interview that he did. He didn't have a lot of money. His wife said, hey, honey, you're a good writer. Why don't you write a story? create a story so he came up with the story of the shack handed that out as a Christmas present because he didn't have a lot of money he was working as a janitor at the time to some friends and family and it became this huge New York Times bestseller which is now a movie so it's just incredible And, and as I was sitting there watching the movie the shack and then again as I was listening to him talk I thought wow one person's idea and inspiration then turned into this book that touched millions of people that then turned into this movie that was touching millions more you know what idea do you have in in you what is god inspiring you to write about and why aren't you writing it you know and i'm not saying that you know everybody's books are going to turn into new york times bestsellers or you know movies that are on the big screen but but who knows what impact that message is going to have on the world so uh, if there's one thing you take out of this you know be inspired so Lori, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and for inspiring us um, with your journey next up i have becky tilton so a little background about Becky. I love her so much. I actually um, went to India with her a few years ago and um, just had some incredible, phenomenal experiences there at the Women's Economic Forum. I've continued to follow Becky and have just been so inspired with her desire to really help the world. And she has gotten out there and has helped the world in big ways. I'm talking um, humanitarian projects, service projects, and she is now uh, writing a book that's inspired by those. So, Becky, are you there? I am here, Allison. Thank you for that intro. I know. I just, I'm so excited to, to talk to you and so excited for what you're doing. So your book, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this book to come out. Tell people a little bit about the book that you're writing and what inspired it. You bet. Um, I, I'm a humanitarian. I've always had a heart for refugees, and I've been 
um, in kind of the throes of mommying. I have five little ones, and as I was doing a lot of um, refugee work from home, like when people come to the country and helping and assisting them here, and I'm finally getting to a place where I can do more traveling. And I was able to go to Bangladesh just this last, last fall and visit the Rohingya refugee camp. And it was just amazing, Allison. It was, I felt such a kinship with these people. I felt like I was coming home. Um, just overwhelmed by their stories and the things that they've gone through, and I just knew that I had to write about it. Um, there's there's so much faith and there's so much focus on family, and I knew that there there's divinity in their disaster. There there are miracles that are happening and things that I wanted to to bring to life. So that's my focus. And you're actually doing something really interesting in your book, and that is you decided to take the experiences that you've had and actually write a fiction book based on um, the the real-life experiences that you had. Is that correct? Well, I'm, I'm kind of toying with it. I'm trying to figure out the best way to share um, real stories um, in, in a format that's, that's usable for people. So I'm still trying to flesh that out actually, but I'm looking for um, I'm looking for the things that have happened to them that that are relatable, that are that are the humanness of it. Um, I'm looking for ways that connect us with them. You know, there's so many parts of their story of this genocide. It's a story of intolerance and divisiveness. Uh, there's aspects of its immigration law, it's it's unkindness, it's it's social media. Like the same platform that you and I used to set up this interview was being used in their country to set people up so that neighbors would would have violence against each other. There, mm-hmm. there are so many things that are, that relate to the world that we live in as well. well and I, that if we're not careful and we don't preserve our humanity, we can really um, get caught up in some of those things. So well, I feel like it's it's very relevant mm-hmm. and and, it, and that. Uh, it's a story that people need to hear. I agree. I remember, um, oh, probably it was probably like 10 years ago now, I read a book by Immaculate Illibageza, who um, was had lived in Rwanda during the Rwandan genocide. And it was crazy, the things that were going on. And what I realized was they were going on when I was in high school. It wasn't that long ago. People were killing people. I mean, neighbors killing neighbors. Um, she watched her family get slaughtered right in front of her eyes by somebody that their family had known for years. And I remember thinking, I wish I had had this information back then. And so, so by you writing that book, I just really feel like this information that we get comfortable in our little bubbles. We're, we're so blessed, yes. you know, in different parts of, of this country and other countries that we don't really understand or realize Maybe we don't take the time. Maybe it's just that we don't have the awareness of what's going on in other parts of the world. So thank you so much for what you're doing. Um, I, our last author that I want to introduce to you today is uh, Benjamin DeSummer. And Benjamin really was impressed with Benjamin when I met him. And I wanted to have him on because I want people to realize that no matter uh, what age or stage you are in life, you can be inspired to write a book and share that with the world. So, Benjamin, are you on the line? Yes, I am. All right. So tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you're doing in life right now. So I am actually a senior at a high school right now, just turned 18. And I've actually been writing for 
most of my life. I am a dyslexic and dysgraphic, which means it's a fancy term for bad at reading and bad at writing. So but, if you're bad at reading you know, and bad at writing... When I, younger, <laughs> I taught myself to uh-huh. write and how to actually process my words through paper. Wow. So what inspired so, you to write a book if, that, if that's the very thing that you've struggled with? Yeah, it's definitely, definitely been an adventure. I've actually had three books that I had been working on, and I used all of them as a tool to learn. But basically, in my life, I've gone through some really tough times, especially in the past two years, where I dealt with suicide, depression, anxiety, uh, some very dark things and dark feelings. And so from those two years, I took the experiences that were happening inside of me instead of those people who see depression, anxiety, all those struggles as sleepless nights and falling asleep in class and just struggling on the outside where they don't do anything and they are lazy. The whole idea of my book is to show the feelings that we can't express and we don't know what they are from a different perspective. The last chapter of my book is called Rise. It is the story of the two years I spent hating myself for everything that I was. I was struggling with body image and just what I stood as, and I even questioned faith and everything, and people saw me as lazy, inconsiderate, and worthless, Mm. but on the inside, I was a prisoner of my own mind. I was stuck in a dark place that I didn't know what to do, and so the book is called Upon the Wings of Fire, and it is a bunch of stories and poems of all those feelings that we just don't know what they are and showing us who and what humanity really is. What I love about what you're doing, uh, Benjamin, at your young age of 18, is you are sharing some of your your darkest thoughts and feelings. And there are so many people that are struggling with uh, suicide, with depression, with self-esteem. And I think one of the, the things that is the hardest in that struggle is the feeling that you're alone. And to feel like you have somebody else, that somebody else can relate to what you're going through, or maybe somebody else can relate to what you're going through, but now they're in a better place. It gives you hope. So I really love what you're doing. Uh, thank you so much. As, as you can tell, we have some incredible people on. Hopefully you're finding inspiration. Hopefully you're writing down some ideas. I, I mean, I tried to find people that were at all different walks of life, all different uh, points in, in their books, writing books on all different topics, inspired by all different things. And hopefully this is inspiring you. What would your topic be? What is your book going to be about? How are you going to leave your legacy? When we come back, we're going to talk a a little bit about some of the obstacles uh, that each of the authors have faced and their one tip or piece of advice for that, as well as how you can get a hold of them if there's somebody that really resonated with you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm having so much fun on the show today talking with authors from all around the country, all ages, all stages uh, in life. And um, we're talking about the books that they're writing. And hopefully you're finding inspiration in this. You're thinking about ideas. What's my book that I could write? It's it's really a, just such a fulfilling feeling to be able to write your book, get your message out to the world and reach the masses. Uh, that's what inspired me to launch my publishing company. And, um, and these authors have just been wonderful and sharing their messages with us. So I want to ask each of you, what has been your biggest obstacle in writing? Because I think, you know, people think when they think about writing a book, they think, oh gosh, this is going to be really hard for this reason. Or maybe they're in the process of writing a book. I know people have said, well, I've been writing my book for 10 years. Maybe they're running up against some obstacles. So hopefully you can share some of your wisdom and advice. So uh, let's start with you, Kathy. So Kathy, you've been uh, featured, Kathy Heinsohn's been featured in an anthology book. She is now writing a book about her journey of, of love and self-care. And uh, Kathy, what's been the biggest obstacle that you've run up against? And what's the one tip that you would give to somebody that's writing a book right now or thinking about writing a book? Well, like I, I mentioned earlier, really was just overwhelmed by so many ideas and mm-hmm. being inspired by so many things and how to how to share that, you know, share everything and basically do a brain dump of what you want to do it, share what's on your heart. And so the advice that I have for that is um, what Kevin and, and Eric already mentioned. I, serious has helped me with so many of my books. I'm actually writing several at once. And so with all those ideas, I'm actually able to sort through and put them in different categories of which, which one they're going into. 
and that helps with the overwhelm as well because as you, at least for me, as I speak it and as I am as I'm reading it back in text, it becomes really clear what's relevant and what's not. Yeah. And then just to start, you know, just to start, I think the voice to text is a really beautiful thing that's really helped me, especially with my collaborative effort, is just to get mm-hmm. words out. Love it. Love it. And Kathy, um, how can people get a hold of you or your upcoming book or the book that you've already been in? Where can they find out more about you? Yeah, so that one actually is on Amazon. It's uh, Follow It Through Obstacles, Equal Opportunities. And um, you can reach me at naturallykathy.com. I'm on Facebook, Naturally Kathy. And you can find my my me under Kathy Heinsohn as well. So that's And that's so Kathy with a, a K. So naturally Kathy is probably easier. <laughs> yeah, that's Kathy with a K. So um, just yeah. right, correct. Okay. So thank you so much, Kathy, for your um, yeah, wisdom you so and much. for coming on the show. Really appreciate you. Okay, Becky, uh, what has been your biggest obstacle that you've run up against? And what, what are your words of inspiration or encouragement for anybody who is writing a book right now? Sure. Um, for me, my obstacles have all been mental. Um, when you, anytime you go outside of your norm, your brain is going to come up with all kinds of different reasons why you should stay where you are. Um, so for me, I found that as I, as I put my focus on the times when I had clarity, um, when I had the energy and light and inspi- inspiration in me, um, it, if I focus on those times, it motivates me and gets me past those mental hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you're in that spot, space where you have that flow of inspiration, write it down or maybe record yourself um, in your voice talking about what you plan on doing and how you're going to get there. And then, and then you can go and revisit that anytime you need to feel inspired and, and stay in that space as long as you need to, to get you moving forward. I love so that's, that. That's what works for me. I love that suggestion. There's something um, called Ideal Life Vision and Web created this program. And I have a um, kind of a variation that I use, but it's where I went in and recorded you know, all the things that I wanted to have accomplished in my life as if they were already happening at this point. And I actually recorded myself saying that and I can listen to it on my phone. I always feel so inspired after listening to that. So that'll be my my uh, tip or trick from you next time I run into some writer's block. I'm going to listen to that. So thank you so much, Becky. Uh, how can people get a hold you of bet. you? How can people get a oh, hold of you? Oh, I can be reached on Facebook. It's um, Becky Holderness Tilton. Um, or through uh, email Tilton at yahoo.com. Hey, thank you so much. Make sure and reach out to Becky if you have any questions about the, the work that she's doing um, as well about the humanitarian work. Uh, thank you so much, Becky, for all that you're doing in the world. Um, so, Benjamin, what has been your biggest obstacle in writing your book? Uh, Benjamin, of course, is our 18-year-old uh, joining us, uh, written a beautiful book or writing a beautiful book about his experiences uh, when he was in a dark place struggling with depression and suicide. So, Benjamin, what have been your biggest obstacles obstacles that you've run across as you um, have been writing your book and what's your tip or piece of advice you'd give to somebody who uh, is thinking about writing a book as well? So my biggest hope has probably been fear. Hmm. Fear is one of the biggest factors to writing because when you are writing, you're showing a huge part of who you are. And so sometimes people aren't going to like it. And so that kind of comes in. And so my fear was going through all the work to show who I really am and then it being denied by the world. Hmm. There is, there. I do have to say, as I was writing my book, I'm writing all these really vulnerable experiences and all this 
you know, wisdom and counsel and advice that meant so much to me. And I encountered massive fear of, are people going to accept this? What if people don't like this? What are people going to think of me? What if, you know, this is my life's work and it's rejected? And so I can totally identify with that. So what's your, what's your tip for getting over that fear or moving past it? So it's a two-parter tip. First, mm-hmm. do it anyway. Just keep on moving forward. Don't care what people say. Just keep on writing. Let it all come out. And then the second part of that tip is to just have editors. I have six (laughs) editors working on a single story just so that I can make sure that it is good and it's true, but also spelled with grammar correct and Mm -hmm. spelled correctly. Yeah, that's uh, you and I have a lot in common. I am not a great speller, and I, my book required a lot of editing. But you also bring up a good point, too. The editors are more than just spelling and grammar. Editors can also edit for content. And a lot of times when we're really involved in something, um, it's hard for us to step outside and see the picture. Something may make sense to us, but might not make sense in the written paper. So love your suggestions. How can people get a hold of you, Benjamin? So there's several ways. One of the best ways to get a hold of me is Benjamin Hope on Facebook, or I also have an Instagram called Be Connected Community for one of the for the organization I started to help with suicide and depression and all of those things. And then you can also find me at my email, which is benjamin.hope.imperium at gmail.com. Great. Well, make sure and check out Benjamin. Again, it's Benjamin Hope on Facebook. You can reach him. I gave you his email and also his group. So thank you so much for joining us, Benjamin. Uh, Kevin, what has been your biggest obstacle and what's your tip for overcoming that? You know, um, for me, it was a real practical sort of thing. I hadn't worked because of the cancer and everything else for several years. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, um I, uh, I found that uh, I found ways to make that happen to get the editing done and everything else. I actually when I when I actually released, I had uh, 100 copies in my hand and my total hard cost out of pocket was six hundred thirty two dollars and forty six cents, wow, including the 100 copies. That's incredible. So it what I discovered is that it can be done for relatively inexpensively and it can be done quickly for relatively inexpensively and, and still high quality. Uh, the other thing uh, that I, I found is that uh, just you just do it. Just get that thing out the door. Get it rough, and then let the editors clean it up. Uh, people get blocked. I see, I see this with my mm-hmm. clients. They'll get blocked. They get all hung up. It's because they're overthinking instead of just spitting it out and letting the editors fix it. Uh, so I I, um, I second what Benjamin said about editors. You've really got to got to rely on them for that. But, yeah. uh, but those are the those are the keys. I get love in that. touch with me. You got to learn how to spell my name. Yeah, <laughs> that's always the it's problem. true. It's Kathy with uh, a K and Kevin with a. C-E-V-I-N, last name is Ormond, O-R-M-O-N-D. It's just like Osmond, only with an R instead of an S. (laughs) And so actually they're distant cousins, as it turns out. But uh, the bottom line here is that uh, KevinOrman.com, if you want to find my books, go to KevinOrman.com slash books or go to Amazon for the first two. And, um, uh, you know, and the fourth one will be tagged onto that uh, books page at KevinOrman.com slash books. So uh, uh, I'm also on Facebook. I have, uh, I have a, 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 a Facebook group for aspiring authors called Get Her Done Now. Um, just like it says, G-I-T-E-R, 
uh, apostrophe er done now. And uh, if you want to join my Facebook group, then uh, that's another way. Uh, or you just connect with me on Facebook, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. All right. Thank you, Kevin, with a C for joining us today and for imparting your wisdom with us. Lori, uh, what has been your biggest obstacle? How have you overcome it? And how can people get a hold of you? Yes. So kind of like what Benjamin and you had mentioned, my biggest one was the inner critic, which brings a lot of fear versus mm-hmm. um, being in my heart space of really getting centered of I'm creating my story to provide a message within myself. And by sharing that message, not only am I allowing myself to be able to share my heart with other people, but then that's how I can truly, genuinely connect and help inspire other people through the struggles that they're also going through as well. My message will resonate um, more fully. And so I do a lot of meditation when I write. Like when I start getting in the inner critic, I stop and I'm like, okay, I'm not in my grounding space. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I go back and I meditate and allow myself to really remind myself of why I'm sharing my message and why it's important to share my story with other people. Love that. And how can people get a hold of you, Lori? Yeah, they can find me on Facebook at Laurie Schoenfeld. Um, And I have a really long email, but it is Schoenfeld 620 at hotmail.com. We need to fix that, but that's where you can find me. <laughs> Love that. Thank you, Lori. And Eric, I saved you for last to see if we could have time for your five steps. We don't. So uh, maybe you could tease us with one of your five steps and then uh, let people know how they can get a hold of you to get the other four. We have about sure. 30 seconds, sure. Eric. So. <laughs> for sure. Well, one of the five steps is what we call the brain dump phase. And mm-hmm. that's when, this is after you've come up with a concept for your book and you've decided that you want to write a book, this is when you grab a piece of paper or uh, what my wife and I like to do is we use our, our email. Anytime an idea comes to us, we'll grab our phones and we'll pull up our email uh, apps and we'll just send an email to ourselves with the subject heading being the title of, of the book that we're working on, and that way it, we can organize. It's just getting things onto paper and, and stop worrying about perfectionism. That, mm-hmm. for me, was my biggest obstacle, is just getting past this, oh, gosh, everything has to, has to be perfect this very first time. And, you know, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I'm going to second what uh, the others have said uh, about using your editor. Your editor is the one that's supposed to help you sound good. Editors, people. So don't worry about it. Just get your ideas onto paper and allow your ideas to flow. Love it. Okay, how can people get a hold of you for the other four steps? They can go to uh, feelwelllivewell.com. They could email me at eric at feelwelllivewell.com, and I'm more than happy to send them send that to them. I actually have uh, an audio recording called The Successful Author, which teaches people the five steps. It also teaches you how to become a best-selling author your very first time, as well as how to monetize it and how to add an extra six figures worth of revenue to your income uh, your very first full calendar year. Uh, it's normally $30, but for your listeners, we'll make it available for free. All they wow. need to do is email me at eric at feelwelllivewell.com with subject heading author. And I'll be more than happy to submit to them at no charge at all. Love that. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, And thank you to all our authors. Again, thank you for listening, for investing your time. If there's one thing you take out of this, if you're thinking about writing a book, if you're thinking about leaving your legacy, just do it. I'm Allison H. Larson. We'll uh, talk to you next week. This is Spotlight.
Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.